Welcome to the Crossing Paths podcast with pastors Brian Burson and John Martinez, the podcast where they embark on captivating journeys through the lives of Sandals Church Banning members, exploring the real-life stories that intertwine our church community and deepen our connections. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Well, we have the pleasure of hanging with Michael Gaines. Yeah. Um, Michael is a part of Sandals Church Banning. He also serves on our production team. Yep. And yeah. uh, so he's back there pushing buttons and um, turning dials and stuff. And so we're just That's blessed right. to be able to hang out with him today and hear his story. And uh, part of it I just wanted to start with is that we went to the same high school Different years, but the same high school, Redland Senior, Redland Senior High School, Dang. and uh, the so Terriers, cool. the fellow Terriers. Come on, man! Um, and and he it. was quite a quite an athlete, from what I hear. Yeah, uh, you yeah, played how many? Bit, you played how many different sports? I played football, ran track and field, baseball. So uh, yeah, 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 I was uh, really involved, man. I was Did you want to be a professional? I I thought I could be a professional uh, track and field. You wow. know. Do that. What do events that, did you run? I ran the 400 meter dash wow. and the uh, high hurdles. Dang. Um, and the uh, 400 intermediate hurdles. Dang. Hurdles so, are not easy. They're not easy. Wow. That's a unique skill there, you yeah. know? Oh, it is. I, I watched a couple of our students that were in high school not too long ago. Uh-huh. We'd go visit them sometimes and they're eating it left and right. Yeah. It's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have some spring in your step to be able to, yeah. you have to have some spring. You got to have a little courage, man. And <laughs> you got to be flexible. Yeah. And you got to be focused, man. So there's a lot of things happening when you're, when you're <laughs> running hurdles, man, when you're jumping those hurdles man. or yeah, you would not want to see me run hurdles. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be it would be one hurdle and on the yeah, ground. Yeah, usually guys your height, yeah, or well, not really. Yeah, my yeah, super yeah. flexible. My height too, though, because I got little legs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, just, you just run under them. I'm tr- I'm hurdling over speed bumps, man. Yeah. No, I well, I just say you said that you uh, you were thinking about being going being professional, but what what caused you to change your mind? Like, well, I didn't I didn't have the speed. I I thought you know I was fast, but you know you have to be. Fast, fast, you know, if you're going to make it, if you're going to make it to the Olympics and, uh, you know, perform at that level, you know, and track and stuff. So, um, so I had to just come back down to earth, Mm -hmm. you know, and say, okay, little reality check. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with with that. That's why I'm saying like you, a lot of us have these aspirations and sometimes it's just, there's some things that you just, you can like a lot and love yeah, a lot, yeah. but it doesn't have to necessarily be your job. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. The passion was there, man. And, cool, and it man. was, it was a great, it was a great part of my life. Yeah. Yep. Hey, I'm going to take you back. Okay. Way back. Rewind. Let's go way back. Okay, so way back as a child. Uh-huh. Okay. So I want like family of origin stuff. Tell me like your family and what that was like. And um, then the, how you came to know the Lord. Right. Okay. Well, from what I understand is, you know, my grandmother, she's kind of like the, well, she's the matriarch, but patriarch as well. It's just really her that locked us into Christianity. Mm. So when she was younger, um, her and her husband moved to Redlands. So they were in Texas and East Texas and came to Redlands. And, and then all the kids, you know, my mother, my aunts and uncles and, you know, cousins were all based in Redlands. So that's where we got our start there. And, uh, uh, went from, um, uh, living in, uh, the projects and, and, you know, in Redlands. And then, uh, we, uh, just went to multiple different types of churches all over town. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't have any kind of transportation, a car mm-hmm. or anything like that. So uh, I heard about the joy bus, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the joy bus, what is church, that? the Church of the Nazarene had uh, this outreach ministry. Okay. Uh, is yeah. the Church of the Nazarene, is that the one off by over by like, is it Burton or? I think you're right about that. I, yeah. Okay. Now, yeah, I know what the place is, but I never heard of the bus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So church, in, you know, this is like back in like uh, the seventies. Okay. So uh, they had this bus called the joy bus, you know, uh, and it came through our, our little community and it would take all the kids whose parents would allow them to get on that bus and take us to church and learn about God. That's awesome. Learn about Christ. And it, tell them uh, us about the red Bible that you, you. Yeah. Want. Yeah. So in our, in our household, we had, we had one Bible and you know, you had a, you know, it was my sister, my mom and I. And so we all had to kind of share that. And sometimes it would turn up missing and I wanted it for my own. Cause uh, I was really um, wanting to learn as much as I can about Jesus. Just, just only about Jesus. Like who's this guy, Jesus. And so, um, when the joy bus would come in and take us, uh, take us to church in the class that I had, we had this competition where if you learn the, um, the names of the Bibles, the books of the Bible, you could win a Bible. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like, come on, I got, I got to do this. (laughs) In fact, I will do this. Yeah, there we go. You know, I had some significant incentive to, to, to win this Bible. And so I'm sitting there, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Joshua, Judges, first and second Kings, King Hezekiah. I was just making up (laughs) names at the end. And so my teacher's like, okay, all right, Michael. All right. All right. I was just like, oh my gosh, like how many did I get? You know, but, um, (laughs) so it was pretty close, man. And, uh, you know, I got this red Bible and had my name engraved yeah, on it, yeah, you know, dang. and I just held it tight. And, and it had the gold, like, it had edges. Ed, gold edges. I had on it, just like that, it had gold edges on there. And, and I cherished that Bible. And I would just focus, John. I'd look at all the red writing, in you know, in the New Testament where I knew Jesus was speaking. Mm. So I was uh, on top of that, Ben. I was reading all about Jesus and what he said and what he thought. How old were you when that when that was happening? Um, probably, I was thinking I was a little younger, you know, seven or eight, but it's probably more like 10, 11, 12, 12 when I, when I was a teenager. That's really cool. You know, I just think like my teenage years. Of, it's, it's crazy. Like I, I couldn't imagine myself at that age, like just so thirsty. Like I, I yeah. wasn't, I wasn't yeah. in that place at the time. I grew up right. at home, right. but I wasn't like, God, I want my own Bible so much. Lord, right. just help me remember these things so I can. Right. That is really cool that you were so yeah. interested right. in getting right. your own Bible that you were like, I'm going to win this. I, I I would imagine the the Sunday school teacher was just probably like, yeah, like I, he's going to get this thing because he wants it so bad. Yeah. yeah. You know pr- what I mean? Pr- really proud of you. Yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. It, it was, it was great. It was, um, um, definitely, you know, a turning point in my life. And I know like some people, they have like defining times in their life where they came to know the Lord. I don't really have that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if I just go back when I'm three, four, five, six, whatever, I just knew there was a God, you know, there was God, but it was just really having a relationship with God, you know? Yeah. Um, so it was more God and having a relationship with God than it became Oh, relationship with Jesus. Yeah. But I always, I never, there was never a time where I didn't think, oh, you know, God didn't create the world. And, mm-hmm. you know, you know. I'm like not- there was this radical U-turn moment in your life right. kind of thing. Right. Okay. Let, that, 
Um, we'll eventually get to the fact that you made it to Biola University, yes. you know, this, this very prominent Christian university yeah. in Southern California. So, but I, I want to dig a little bit uh-huh. into, um, what you've shared about your dad and that yeah. kind of the trauma that, um, of abandonment in your life yes. and, um, how God walked you through that very painful experience. Yes, he did. He did walk me through a very, very painful experience. So, so my sister and I, we, you know, were in a single parent household with our mother, you know, our whole lives. And, uh, we had different fathers. My father, um, was never around. So I can't really tell you like what my father was like, what his personality was like, what his likes and dislikes were, you know, his his favorite food or anything like that. Mm. But I knew he was there and I knew he was close. He was about 20, 30 minutes away. And I would always expect to see him on the holidays, Mm -hmm. you know, or my birthday, you know, or on, you know, Thanksgiving, just when the family would get together. And that never seemed to happen. And so I struggled with that and I never got really got good explanation from anyone, even my mom, as to why we couldn't connect. But every now and then I would uh, reach out to him. And uh, one day I was reaching out to him um, to get some financial support to play sports, which Mm -hmm. is something I was very good at at the time growing up. And um, in this conversation that we that we were having, he was distraught and kind of got a little angry at me for even suggesting or asking him, you know, for help. Mm. And, and it wasn't a significant amount. It was not, it was yeah. maybe 25 bucks, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. mm. you know, it wasn't much money at all. And, uh, but I tell you, there was just something in my soul and my spirit where it just dawned on me that my dad didn't love me. Mm. That's what just rang in my head. And I was like, I just went silent like that. I was just like, when I was like, and he was saying stuff to me and I just, I didn't really remember what he was saying. Um, and I remember just hanging up the phone and turning to my mom who was standing, you know, uh, in the hallway as I was in the living room. Uh, she came from the hallway into the living room and I was like, my dad doesn't love me. Mm-hmm. My dad doesn't love me. Like what's going on? And I just started bawling. Mm. I just started bawling there on the spot. And I was looking at my mom to get comfort from mom or some explanation. And she stood and she was just silent. Mm. And I just said over and over, my dad doesn't love me. My dad doesn't love me. Like, why? Why, mom? Like, Mm. what's going on? And so I went into my mom's room and I was laying down. I was crying. You know how you cry yourself to sleep. That was one of those cry yourself to sleep moments. And um, I just prayed and I just asked God. I said, God, you know, help me. God, help me. Yeah. My dad doesn't love me. And uh, the next day I woke up. I felt healed. Mm. That's good. The next day when I woke up, I felt healed. I kind of questioned it a little bit. I'm like, what's, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And I started to think about what happened the night before. Yeah. And I was like, 
my gosh. God answered my prayer. Wow. Okay. I'm like healed. And I began, I was like this, feeling my body. Yeah. Because I couldn't feel Shock. any of the fe- effects of that emotion. The shock of it all, right? Yeah. Of what happened. You were how old? 11, wow. 11, 12 years wow. old. Wow. I'm not crying. You're, I don't know. Are you going to, hey, you know you got us, dude. You got us good, man. That was a good one. That was a tearjerker. That's hard. Let's think about that. That's like you, you have that moment that was, seemed like it was like the, the lowest moment of like an understanding of what it was to that situation or the, the relationship between you guys. Yeah. And then like 24 hours later, it's like, God, he took care of you. You took care of me. And that's so cool. And you also brought up some, something that your mom said, rather than explaining it away. Right. She, she communicated something to you, which you, you said was important. Yeah. She didn't explain it away at all. You know, she's just said, everything's going to be right. All right. You know, everything's going to be fine. You know, she's like, come here, baby. Everything's going to be fine. Rather than saying, oh, hey, your dad actually loves you. He just doesn't know how to express right. it. She didn't right. do that. Right. She didn't do that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad you, you brought, you, you, you bring that to, to the forefront because um, I was waiting for her answer. And she could have easily said that. And um, she was truthful, even mm. though the truth would hurt. That hurt me that she was like, because then I knew for certain, like he didn't. You know, but, you know, in the moment I was like still a little unsure about it, but I knew and I just needed her to say, yeah, your dad doesn't love you. Yeah. But she didn't say that. She remained silent. And so I just took it in. Um, but she didn't, she did not try to, you know, make light of it and say, you know, you're taking yeah. it too far, Michael. You know, your dad has yeah. feelings for you. She didn't do that, and I would have been deceived by her, and then I would have been obviously another trauma that you deal with because your parent, you know. Yeah, she and allowed you to actually process. Yeah, to feel the full weight Thank you. of it. Yeah. yeah, And then you having to reconcile yeah. that with God, Yeah, even just at that age. Right, you right. Know, God allows us to feel the full weight of things mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. take it to him. You yeah. Know, like, he's, he's the only person that we can process something right. of that depth Right. Because yeah. um, we just know that how impactful right. it, the love of a father right. is on the human psyche, like you're, how, how you're constructed. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, and, and how God is the only one that can bring, like, healing yes. in the midst of that. Yes. That was um, physical, mental, emotional healing all at the same time, which, which is just amazing. Yeah. Well, do you think that because at a young age you were seeking the Lord, you wanted to understand Jesus, mm-hmm. you were, mm-hmm. um, that you held out like hope that he would at some point, like actually want to show you like that he really wanted to be around and that he wanted to, to be in your life more and things like that. Do you feel like there is more hope or like, do you, or did you kind of feel a little bit of that Mm -hmm. all the way up to that point? What did that look like? Yeah. I always felt like you're talking about my dad. Yeah. That he, I felt like, and I believed, I believed that he wanted to be part of my life. Yeah. And I didn't know, I just couldn't, I was too young to just fully grasp like, you know, how he couldn't be. 
you yeah. know, I just knew he would be. Yeah. And uh, there was there was days, man. It was it was bad. I mean, on my birthday, I'd be standing out in the front yard because he was supposed to come by. Let's say like it was three o'clock, mm. you know. And it's three ten and three fifteen. So you're that kid. I was that kid, yeah. and my mom would be in the kitchen window, like, "Get inside, get inside!" Yeah. And I was just like, I'd look back, like she was crazy. I'm just like, mm. my dad is about to come and pick me up. Wow. She's like, "Get inside!" And then I'd just be out there, and it's just like, oh, man. seemed like hours, and I would just like finally just turn and just go inside. And, yeah. Well, I ask too because, yeah. like, I I understand what you feel. Yeah. Like, yeah. I grew up with my dad too, but I around the same age as when I when I found out, like, all right, he's he's not coming back around. Yeah. But but that feeling that you have is like that hope that you have. The that hope. feeling of like it's one day he might care about me enough to show back yes. up. Like you hold on to that yes. for a long time yes. until like yes. all of a sudden it's just all right. He's not. He's not. He yeah. doesn't care anymore. He like, doesn't or, care. Or he just uh whatever the circumstances are, you just, you have to face it at some yeah. point. And it stinks for a kid. Pastor Brian mentioned right now, like, you know, young, young boys uh-huh. are like looking for that. Like yeah. they need it. And I, and I felt that growing up, like I, my mom did her best to take care of me and she is amazing, but I always wanted my dad around. Like, and right. you just, there's that piece that's missing. And so it is right. hard to finally right. get to that right. place, but it's so cool to know that like right. you were in the place to receive it, knowing that God had your back. Like, yes. um, it's just a, a, a beautiful way to like start the process of healing. Right. That's off, right. You know, so that's right. It's just really cool. So that's I can relate right. to you for sure. You, um, <clears throat> went on to attend Biola university mm-hmm. and you got to, Degree in business administration. Yes. Um, so tell tell us kind of that journey and then your journey into what you're currently doing as a career. Yeah, well, um, initially I had two years in, at Northern Arizona University in Flagstaff. And I'd get into these debates and discussions late at night, early in the morning about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good topic. And <laughs> it's our favorite topic. That's that's a that's <laughs> the topic. That is the topic. And um I just felt like I needed to get some some formalized teaching, you know, about the books of the Bible and just how it's all put together and you know, the history of it. And I knew I knew someone from uh, Redlands Redlands High School that went to Cal Baptist. Mm-hmm. And I gave him a call and he told me about different schools in California where you could continue to pursue your education in business mm. and also get, you know, learn Bible, mm. you know, and I, uh, cause the curriculum at Northern Arizona university wasn't good, you know? Mm. So I knew I couldn't stay there and, and, and get instructions there that were on point. So, uh, I transferred to Biola and my intention, Brian was to stay there for one year cause wow. it's a private school. It's, yeah. it's like, you gotta have some it's expensive, some, man. It's beautiful. I love that campus. Man. They have a soccer field on the top of the the parking <laughs> yeah. structure. Yeah. It's be- I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah, it's, it's a, a cool place. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 it was a gr- it's great, absolutely, man. But expensive. Yeah, and so all I had was enough money to to get me through or just to stay there for a year. And while I was there, like the second semester, I was there. Um, a friend of mine, Carl, Carl Wurzbach, he said, man, you kind of look like an athlete. Did you ever like, do you ever do like any running? I was like, yeah, I love track. You know, I 
ran track and field at high school and he's like well I'm on the track team and I do cross country and it's like you should try out and I was like no I, I don't have time I'm, I'm here for you know my education and he's like you could get a scholarship yeah. and I was like <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the challenge to get your bible oh like, my goodness man <laughs> and and we started talking about times and stuff and he's like yeah you can compete at this level and I, I was just like clueless mm. and <laughs> That led led to me getting a full scholarship, wow. and I stayed there off the scholarship. Got my room and board, my meals paid Dang. for. Dang, that's and awesome. And I was I was gonna transfer to Cal Cal State Fullerton. That was my plan. Wow, to just get there through one semester Ooh. and just stack up as many Bible classes as I could, and then head out to Cal State Fullerton. Crazy. And I was able to stay three and a half years. Those legs yeah. paid off, baby. Those, these legs. <laughs> I feel like it's. Thank it's you, just, Lord, for the legs. I love the, the the ongoing theme, though. Like you're saying, like you're there for a year. I just really want to do this. Yeah. And then someone's like, "Hey, it's just like the Bible thing with your with the Sunday school teacher. Yeah. It's like, hey, there's the possibility of you getting this, mm -hmm. and you're like, oh man, I w I would love to stay here. I'm gonna try, and then you did it. And yeah. it's like it's just a. It seems like there's an ongoing theme there. That's just God's got giving you opportunities, and you're taking. Yes. You know. Yes. Yeah. The crazy exactly. thing is that you think about just reverting back a little bit. Uh huh. Um, when I look at you and I, I know about your story and uh -huh. what you're doing now, and you're you're successful. You're a successful athlete. You're successful in school. You're successful in your career path. Mm -hmm. you, um, you love Jesus. You're serving in the church. You're you know you're articulate. You're intelligent. Um, it's like any dad would love. Right. You know, a son like that, right? Yeah, that is yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. make me proud, my son. Right, man. Right. He's successful. He's right. athletic. He's mm -hmm. educated. Mm -hmm. um, he makes a good living. Um, yes. And just that, like, dads who miss out. Mm, you know, I think right. about the same with John. They just, they missed out. Right. But your heavenly father mm. takes super great pride yes. in his kids, right? Yes. Yes. And, and, I mean, he's opened doors of opportunity. That only like mm -hmm. a good father could. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. So. Right. You make me teary-eyed again. Yeah. 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 I got to do that. That's so, <laughs> that's so, so true. Yeah. And the connection for me with God, because prior to being healed by him through the trauma that I experienced with my earthly father, right, was I would always, I, I, I mentally believed he was there. I didn't, I didn't I didn't necessarily feel it. I didn't have like relation, right. you know, relationship. Yeah. And so I would sit outside and look up in the sky and like, if you're there, God, really show yourself like, you know, you know, I believe it, but it's like, I didn't have that experience, right? Where I knew that I knew that I knew. And that's with, the, with that healing from my father. Yeah. That's when I was just like, okay, yeah. he's, he's no joke. Yeah. Cause yeah. I, the, cause I should be like messed up right now. Yeah. I should be very, very messed up. Yeah. No, but maybe. I was, I was, I was whole and still there's a little residual stuff, right? For sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's residual, mm -hmm. but the fact is it was just like, I was, I knew I was healed. Yeah. Like you don't let it, you don't let it like derail you and yes. it, but, but, yes. it, but it's, but it's still a human emotion. There's still things like even right now you're talking and I got a little teary cause I'm thinking about, mm -hmm. You know, I get, I'll get a, a message here and there from like a distant relative that I don't really know at all. And they'll yeah. send me a message on Facebook. You just look so much like your dad. He'd be so, 
And it's like, I don't read that really. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause yeah. you know what I mean? It's just, but, um, I don't hold any sort of bitterness and I, it's right. not the same, you know, we're right. healed from that, but it is a human emotion to feel and to think about the what ifs or everything. Like right. That. But, yeah. Right. But again, it's not, it's not how we live. It's not, it doesn't dictate how we live and how we follow Jesus and how we trust him. So it's super, super good. Yeah. Yes. You, uh, shifting gears, you work okay. with attorneys now. I do. And you work in a law office. Mm. Yes. Okay. And so tell, tell us like, how, how did you get there? So I got there right out of, um, graduating from Biola, another friend of mine, um, he was working as a claims adjuster for a law firm or not a law firm, but for an insurance company, Crum and Forster. So I needed to work, got to pay bills, right? Got to, got to feed myself, close myself. And, uh, so after working there for a few years, I thought, I think I want to be an attorney, hmm. but I wanted to work on the other side, on the plaintiff side, mm-hmm. you know, people that have been harmed, mm-hmm. you know, I want to work on that side. And so I decided what, you know, I thought would be wise is to go and work for a law firm that handles, you know, personal injury stuff and learn, learn there and then go to law school. But when I saw how the attorneys were under so much stress mm-hmm. and, a and a lot of time, a lot of hours, I knew that that was going to take away from ministry. I knew that mm-hmm. it was going to take away from me being a volunteer at the churches that I attended. And I didn't want to give that up yeah. because I had committed. It's going back to when I was a kid, you know, being healed and having that relationship with God and Jesus that I would always serve him. Like I needed to give him a good chunk of me, yeah. not just a superficial chunk, mm. like a significant, something of substance you're going to get from me day in and day out, you know, month after month, year after year. So I just backed away from that, you know, and I just said, oh, I'm just, it's just not going to fit, mm-hmm. you know? And so I just kept rolling, rolling along and, and learning my craft and trade as a case manager, you know, for, for law firms and now I can do the work in my sleep, mm. you know, and, uh, but it's been a great career. That's mm. cool. You know? It's been a great career. That's awesome. I, I love just the trajectory of your life and how God's opened doors of opportunity. And, um, I want to, there's a lot more that could be talked about. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah. we'll wrap this up okay, with okay. one more thing that I okay. know about you. And that is that you've traveled to Israel. Yes, I so have. So I just want to, ask you just like what that experience was like what was that like for you as a christian right. and, and walking in the holy land and right right like? the land of milk and honey that's right <laughs> the promised land <laughs> yeah it's uh there was an opportunity at church to go on a, on a trip and uh I, ha- I had to take it you know and so i jumped on and went with a group of about 25 parkway community church and mm-hmm. we went out there and uh surveyed the land man, and, and had, uh, made some, some great relationships too there. And it just opened my eyes to, to like how compact all the different cities are to each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's you know, not it's, as big as you imagine not, your head, not right? As big as it's you like, imagine oh, in your head. It's only that far. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a stone's throw or, yeah. or, or a good walk, you know, or, yeah. you know, away. And, um, and, I don't know. There was something in the air too that just seems like, you know, God's been there. Yeah. You know, there's, mm-hmm. there's like some kind of 
divine, some kind of presence, some something, you know, mm-hmm. uh, is there. And to learn the history and to see things and to know where the disciples and Jesus walked and talked and be at the Sea of Galilee and go to the museums and look at all the different artifacts. And, you know, this is where Pontius Pilate stayed at. And, you know, mm-hmm. here's here's his name written on stuff. It just it just validates what you're reading in the Gospels. Yeah. yeah. You know, that happened over 2000 years ago. Right. Yeah. So um, it, it was great. And, and I talked to, uh, went into East Jerusalem, where many of the Palestinians actually have businesses there. Yeah. You know, and I talked to the Palestinians there. And, uh, you know, that was fascinating, too, because I didn't really expect that that was going to be something that I, I would end up connecting with there. Yeah. yeah. You know, and uh, so as, as you know now, you know, we have that, you know, we have the war you know, in Gaza and all that. And so it's just like, it puts it in a different perspective for me yeah. knowing, you know, that Absolutely. there are so many good people there, yeah. you know, on the Palestinian side, but, it, but also, you know, there's a terrorism as well. But, yeah. and even distances like Gaza strip from downtown Jerusalem is not very far. Right. Um, so, right. Yeah. It's, it's not far in the, you know, the, the um, Mount of Olives, yeah. the garden of Gethsemane and just all the, you know, the, um, what kind of trees am I thinking of? Olive there, the olive trees yeah, yeah, yeah. that are just like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years old, you oh, know, yeah. and it's yeah. like thousands, thousands. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Such a good experience. I would. Yeah. I mean, right now it's probably not the most likely right. time that you're going to take a trip to Israel, but when things change, and they will at yeah. some point in time, and and become yeah. come uh, safe again. Uh, I mean, I just encourage. Anybody to take a trip to Israel at least one time you in your life, really. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just like it's such a um, eye-opening experience. It, it is. It, like every time you open the scriptures and you think about, you know, the Sea of Galilee right. or the Mount of Beatitudes, right. you're like, I've actually walked there. You right. know, I know exactly what that looks like. Right. So the yeah. Jordan River, the Dead Seas, yep. you know, the mountains that are all out there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you when you know what something you know things about the places you're going. Mm-hmm they they come alive versus just like you're going and visiting a place that you've heard about and you oh it looks cool yeah. but like when you yeah. when you know like the incredible fascinating things that happen somewhere and then you visit it it makes that place like wow like yeah. vibrant yeah. real yes. like you're saying something in the air it's like it's like a movie with music in the background mm-hmm. it evokes emotion and feeling mm-hmm. like it's a it, it, it creates that experience. So yeah. that's really cool. In living color. Hey, yep. we usually wrap up by um, just okay. praying over you. Okay. Yes. And so we just want to close up and wrap up in prayer. We're just so thankful for you. It's good to, to be uh, here, man. You know, sharing your story. Yes. Um, we know that'll be a blessing to the people in our congregation to n- get to know you. But also right. um, part of your story is going to connect with somebody at right. some point. I in time. So. It may yeah. even be five years down the road. Right. Somebody just picks up a, right. you know, clicks on a YouTube video and hears your story about yeah. your dad and redemption that the Lord has done in your life. And so, yes. and we're blessed um, to have you at our campus and Absolutely. you're serving on yeah. our production yeah. team. It's just, it, it's great to have you. It's been, I, I've just seen like, I've seen joy yes. in you. Yeah, like I, I think, yeah. cause I remember when you first started coming to the campus yeah. and you were, you were, you were 
kind of like checking things out. Oh, you wanted to know. Yeah. And I just see like a smile on your face all day long. Yeah. Like yes. you're just so yeah. like, it just, I, I can't like look in your direction yeah. and not feel like good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. So you just know you have that aura about you. It's so well, awesome. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Thank you. You're a great addition to our, our campus. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Thank Lord, you I think guys. for Michael, I just pray covering upon him. I just thank you for his story, um, how you've redeemed him, even just the, the deep hurts um, mm-hmm. from uh, just abandonment from his dad. And what that, does to a kid and then how that just um, impacts your psyche about just why would I be unlovable to my dad? Um, and yet, Lord, you knew all that was going to happen. Um, and it's just a part of this broken world and you have made him whole, even though I'm sure I know there's, there's still things he's processing and wrestling through. And, um, and yet, Lord, you've opened doors of opportunity in his life and you've prospered him and blessed him. And it's just a, a heavenly father, a good father um, who wants the best for his kid and uh, is proud of him and finds joy in him. And so I just pray that he would um, even leave here today just with a deep sense of your joy for him mm. and um, how proud of you uh, you are of him. And this is even a part of it, that you've opened a door of opportunity for a story to be told mm. um, in perpetuity. The story will keep going on, and he's giving you praise and you honor and you glory in it, that he's not taking um, the uh, the glory for himself. And Lord, he realizes it was you that intertwined all this and gave him the... Um, the opportunity to win a red Bible um, <laughs> yes. and that he could read and hear for himself and the joy bus that showed up on his uh, near his doorstep and um, just the, the, the work that you did in advance preparing him for this moment and beyond. And so we commit him to you. I pray you blessing upon him, prosper him, um, Lord, physically, emotionally, spiritually, relationally, mm-hmm. prosper him in, in his work. Um, Lord, and I just pray that this would be just a, a sweet season of his life um, where he sees the hand of God just moving in mighty, mighty and powerful ways. We pray these things in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Awesome, man. All right. Thanks for coming right. out with yeah. us. It's good to be here. Appreciate you, brother. Yep. Appreciate you guys. Nice yep. job.